The views and content expressed on the following program are provided solely for informational and entertainment purposes. They do not constitute legal advice. A podcast is not a substitute for retaining a competent, licensed attorney to advise you on your specific legal situation. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to the Break the Business Podcast. I'm Ryan Carella, and it is a pleasure to have you here this week. Our guest this week is a true friend of the podcast. And actually, for those of you who are true completists of the show, you know that she actually has hosted this podcast at one point. She is a recording artist, a songwriter, and a music industry executive. She's also a wellness coach who works with musicians in the areas of self-care, mental health, and time management. You can hear her discuss these topics on her podcast, Out to Be, a weekly program featuring interviews with experts in these fields. And you can find out more about her work by visiting www.katiezaccardi, that's Z-A-C-C-A-R-D-I dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, Katie Zaccardi is on the Break the Business podcast. Welcome back, Katie. Thank you so much for having me, Ryan. I'm so pumped to be here today. I know. uh, I'm still hearing things, Katie, uh, just praise from artists about the episode that you and your friends at Women Crush Music did when you hosted the podcast while I was in China. And this was this was probably, what, what two or three years ago? And I still get people telling me that that episode was so powerful to them, particularly female musicians who are saying, like, man, these ladies spoke to me. So kudos wow. to you guys. Wow, that I'm so glad to hear that. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with me. I'm glad that we could help some people out. I mean, I still think about when we recorded that podcast and we were all literally just sitting in my room having a very real conversation. So I hope that that, you know, came across to the listeners and I'm glad that it impacted some people's lives. It got super real. I, I'm starting to think for a time you all forgot that the the recorder was running. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was, it was raw. It was powerful. It was great, great, great. And I feel like we're going to get a lot of that sentiment from what we're going to be talking about with you today, because We're talking with you about mental health and the fact that you have a podcast now out to be that talks about mental health and self-care is so meaningful for me because I know that a lot of musicians, particularly indie artists, are no stranger to the challenges in this space. And I'm glad that there are people like you that that have something valuable to say here. I'm curious, what motivated you to decide that you wanted to help artists with these issues? Did it stem from any personal challenges that you've had in this area? Well, thank you, Ryan, for saying that. And yeah, it did. I have struggled with anxiety for several years now. I think in retrospect, I've probably had it my whole life, but it really started manifesting when I was in college. And so going many years back, I didn't know that I had it for a while and was sort of living in this very anxious, panicked state. And then finally, I was diagnosed with anxiety, but didn't really have a lot of help to deal with it and wasn't really sure how to deal with it being a musician either, because the music industry isn't necessarily conducive to people who struggle with mental health, even though so many of us do struggle with it. So, you know, fast forward to kind of where I am now. It's something that I've been talking about and sharing and writing about in my music for a long time. But I decided that I wanted a platform to speak about this a little bit more and to open the conversation. So like I wanted a resource that I could use and I couldn't really find a lot out there. So I figured I'll just create my own, which is why I created the Out to Be podcast as well as my coaching program. But the Out to Be podcast really talks about all things mental health in the music industry, anxiety, depression, bipolar, any of those things, but also just general health and wellness. Because 
the music industry sort of has this negative, uh, like stereotype that we are all just drinking and doing drugs and staying out really late and like super tired, super hot messes all the time. And it doesn't have to be like that. We can work on our wellness. We can work on our health and we can want to be healthy and live healthy lives in the music industry while still really thriving in our music and in our careers. Yeah. I think that what you identified there, that's kind of the, I feel like that's the biggest challenge that indie musicians have is because it's so difficult and because there's such a climb, artists will often feel like if I'm not working every second, if I'm not stressing about my career every second, that somehow I'm failing and I'm not doing you know my career right. And I, But I think that, I shouldn't say I think, I know that attitude will almost assuredly lead to burnout for most musicians because you can't overwork yourself like that. But I want to talk to you about how to make that balance because obviously artists want to be successful in this industry. They want to work hard. They want to be the best versions of themselves and they know how competitive it is. But how can artists make sure that they are achieving that success and they are working hard, but not stretching themselves too thin, not overworking themselves and not burning themselves out? Absolutely. Well, you are totally right. I think a lot of us feel the pressure to constantly be working. And if we're not constantly be if we're not constantly working, then like, how are we ever going to move forward? How are we ever going to reach our goals? But the thing is, if we do that, we absolutely will lead to burnout. There's always something that you can do. There's always something that needs to get done, but that doesn't mean that you always have to be doing. And the real key to this is just making sure that you take regular breaks, take regular time for self care, whatever that means to you and schedule in that time. If you need to, to make sure that you're not just constantly working and that you are able to create space in your life to do other things that you love and also just give your mind a break. The truth is like, and some people might struggle with writer's block or just feeling like they're constantly going and they're not really inspired and, you know, things don't quite feel right. And a lot of times that happens when we're not living our lives. If we're working all the time and we're not just living our lives and going out with friends and family and taking a break and like, even if that means like watching TV for three hours, like sometimes we need to do that stuff, whether it's boring or whether it's fun to realize that we can be inspired and what we what our next steps might be and what we need to do. And to have that breakthrough, that moment of inspiration and those other ideas that come when we are actually having our downtime. So without that downtime, without that self-care, it actually slows us down and makes us a lot harder to move towards those goals. It makes us less energized and a little bit less focused if we don't take that space. So that's why that's so important. Absolutely. I've tried to tell artists and not even just artists, all human beings for that matter, who run into this kind of situation is I try to, tell people to adopt a mindset where downtime, relaxing, getting away from your music, exercising, these are all just as necessary of components of to make your career successful as the things you actually do in your career. They're not necessarily diversions from your career, although they do serve that purpose, but they are as necessary for the success of your career as everything else you're doing in the studio or writing songs or arranging your tour. And so you have to make time for it just as you make time for those activities, right? Totally. Yeah. It's so important. And a lot of us keep, we tell ourselves that we're too busy to do stuff like that. And most of the times when we get busy or when our schedule or our routine changes, that kind of stuff is the first thing to go, right? Like we don't work out we don't take an hour to just watch TV or read a book or call a friend. That's the stuff that we're like, well, I don't have time for it. Like it's got to go. Got a lot of stuff to do today. 
But that stuff is what we need the most when we're feeling overwhelmed, when we have a lot on our plate, so that we don't go into just like frantic brain crazy mode, <laughs> which is what I just made up. <laughs> is part of the problem almost cultural within the industry? Because I see it a lot on social media where artists, whether they do it consciously or unconsciously, tend to tend to worship the person who works all the time. You know, we, we tend to celebrate this person who's always grinding, always hustling, never taking breaks. And artists can often be almost ashamed to talk about if they're taking a break or they're relaxing because they're afraid that others are sort of shaming them. Like, is a yeah. lot of what we have to do in the industry sort of changing the culture around self-care and taking a break so that you don't burn yourself out? I think so. You know, I mean, I feel like for a while, too, we were hearing those things like the hustle never stopped or just bragging about, you know, how little sleep we get or all the mm. things that we're doing or we're flying all over the place and doing so much. And it can look cool, I guess, especially if you're putting it on Instagram for people who are doing that and they're just showing the highlight reel of all the stuff they're getting done. But that's why it can also be damaging because if you're looking at someone on social media or that you're talking to briefly and they're talking about all of these things that they're doing, it can seem like, oh my gosh, they're getting so much done and I'm not, and they're really doing it up. Like I should be doing more. I should be doing more. I shouldn't be sleeping as much. I should be doing whatever, but you're not actually seeing the behind the scenes of that where those people are probably extremely burnt out, extremely tired, probably unhealthy, not eating super right, not really taking care of their bodies. And in the long run, that's not going to do you any good. So I think sometimes we try to play the short game and we try to get those successes like immediately as soon as we come up with what we want to do. But it's really about the long game. You will be more successful in life, in your career, if you just take a little bit more time and you're not going to necessarily reach your goals the second that you set them, but that's okay. And I think that that's something that as a culture, we need to talk about a little bit more too. And in general, we need to talk about taking breaks and getting the right amount of sleep and feeding our bodies good food. And the more that we open that door, I think the more normal it will be to not just be treating ourselves kind of like crap. And talk, and um, I feel like effective time management plays a role in this as well, because totally. you know, like, yeah, you got, you got to take the breaks and all those things. But I think for many artists, they're always surprised at how much more time they have in the day once they do things like time blocking, scheduling out their week, you know, you know, really setting goals and, you know, making time for these things in your calendar and having a good calendar. And once you get those kind of things organized, you'd be surprised how much more, how many more hours magically show up. I mean, has that been your experience? Absolutely. I have a whole system for what I teach my one-on-one -on -one clients to organize their time and work on their time management. But one of the first things that I usually start with and what I just tell anyone that I can is to really try to get ready, try to get rid of that I'm so busy mindset. Like a lot of us will answer people back when someone asks us, oh, how, how are you? How have you been? And they'll be like, I'm so busy. <laughs> and that's it. Ah, just like super busy. And that is actually really damaging because if you think about it, we're defining our whole existence on being busy. And there is good busy where we're doing things that really fill us up. We're moving forward, we're spending time with family, we're doing whatever. And then there's bad busy where we're just like sitting around all day making to-do lists and like thinking of all the things that we might need to get done and maybe doing some tasks that aren't really moving our career forward. So being busy is not a defining factor of anything. 
really what's a defining factor is working on things, working on tasks that will move your career forward. And if you're focusing on those things, then you actually have to spend less time doing the busy work that's not doing anything for you. And you'll have more time to open up to self-care or whatever. You know, sometimes self-care, I think people think like, ah, that's just like getting a massage or whatever. But that can literally be taking a walk, reading a book, you know, spending time with your friend, calling a friend. It's so simple. It's just really things. I like to kind of just say it's just things that fill you up. And so I really think that one of my biggest things to do is really schedule out every single part of your day. And I think a lot of people will probably tell you that. But not only schedule out every part of your day on Google Cal, including lunch, don't forget to eat, <laughs> including taking breaks, you know, don't forget to schedule in a time to take break in between meetings or calls or recording sessions or whatever, because um, you don't want to be going from one thing to another with literally no stopping. And make sure that you're spending time in that to look at your tasks, see where you can kind of bulk things together. So maybe one day is particularly creative where you're writing or you're creating Instagram captions. And maybe one day is more focused on reaching out to press, uh, booking shows. So a little bit more of the admin work, because if you can bulk things together um, and batch work, as we call it, so that you're not really switching your brain into different modes all the time, then that will also make you more productive and allow you to have more energy to get those tasks done in less time. That's excellent advice. You know, especially cuz you know indie artists you have to do a bunch of different things, you know, mm -hmm. you know creative, business, marketing, whatever it is. And so the idea of taking all the stuff that's similar and doing it all on one day so that you don't have to switch your brain's, you know, mindset for that day, I imagine can make artists a lot more efficient. That's awesome. Since it is National Mental Health Month, I, I mean, obviously the timing of having you on is pretty uh, terrific here. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to talk a bit about mental health and you know what you were talking about with self care, and I think self care is really important. And you know, it can be everything from you know a spa or taking a hot bath, but you know, in it's often much more pronounced than that. You know, making sure you get the exercise you need. But something that I want to get your perspective on. Because and, and this might be something that you have some insight on just because of your own personal struggles in your life when you were younger, mm -hmm. is I think a lot of musicians aren't practicing good self-care. But I think the other mistake that a lot of musicians make is using self-care as a substitute for actually going to see a licensed professional when it comes to that point where you need to see somebody like that. So mm -hmm. do you have any insight as to you know, where an artist draws the line between this is something that's a self-care fix versus I need to bring in extra help. Yeah. Well, self-care and just general wellness is something that every single person should be incorporating into their lives. But if you notice that maybe you are or aren't doing that, regardless of that, if you notice that you're really, really stressed out, you're reacting to things that maybe at another time you wouldn't have reacted so impulsively or you know you get really angry easily or you get really upset easily or you feel like physical signs of anxiety or depression and you're feeling really low or you're feeling really shaky you know anything like that that feels abnormal or you notice that you just feel extremely overwhelmed then i think that you need to take another look at what's going on and consider going to talk to an actual doctor because even if you have a regular self-care routine or wellness routine in your life, if you do struggle with any sort of mental health or mental illness, you will still 
have days or weeks or months where things are worse and you need to get help beyond help beyond just like taking a bath, you know, taking a bath doesn't cure everything. And sometimes it is really important to just try to be as in touch with your body as you can be. And if you notice that something feels wrong or that your emotions are a little bit more, um, out of whack than they normally are, then I really, really encourage you to go talk to your doctor. Now, of course, like going to therapy is, different for everyone. I encourage it, but there's also other ways that you can deal with anxiety, whether it's medication, whether it's going to maybe a naturopathic doctor, diet can have a really huge impact on our, on anxiety and other uh, mental health issues as well. That's something that I talk outwardly about because changing my diet helped me a lot with my anxiety personally, but it really, I just encourage you go see your doctor Go talk to them about what the best path is that you can take and see what you can be doing to continue to reduce stress in your life, but also work on what's going on in your body so that you're not just doing those simple self-care routines and, you know, th thinking everything's okay. But if you feel like you're really overwhelmed and you need extra help, go get that help. And if you're still not sure where to go, just talk to one friend about what you're going through and maybe ask them to help you out. Check our guest Katie Zaccardi out at katiezaccardi.com. And while you're checking out the things that she says, you should uh, be sure to listen to her podcast, Out to Be. If you, if you love what she's talking about in the areas of self-care, mental health, time management, she does a lot of great interviews on that show. Again, that's Out to Be is the podcast. Katie, this has been awesome. Every time you have graced this podcast as either a host or a guest, it's always been a rousing success. Well, thank you, Ryan. Do you have <laughs> any last tips now to share with the indie artist listeners to help move their careers forward? I do. Okay. So like you mentioned earlier in the podcast, when I hosted, it was because I am the head of marketing of Woman Crush Music. So this, I know we talked about like mental health and self-care for the whole episode, but ever since I've been listening to your podcast, I've always wanted to share this tip because it's something that I've noticed as head of marketing. If you are an artist and somebody tags you on Instagram or somebody comments on your post on Instagram, respond to those comments, respond to those tag posts, comment on those posts. It's such a simple thing, but I noticed that so many artists on Instagram and on social media in general aren't really interacting with their followers as much as they should be. Social media is supposed to be social. So Instagram will reward you the more that you comment on stuff. So I've noticed it because sometimes I'll post stuff on the Woman Crush Music page and tag artists who are playing a show and they won't even acknowledge the post. And I'm always like, I don't get why this is happening. So that's what I encourage you to do. If you post something today or you're tagged on something today about a show that you're playing, comment back, make sure you're interacting with those posts and make sure that you're interacting with your followers because then your following will grow. I love it. Social media, folks, it is a two-way street. Check out our guest at katiezaccardi.com. Katie, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Ryan. And thank you all for listening to the Break the Business Podcast.